0: welcome, hola! Welcome to Popcast on the Rocks. Happy Cinco de Mayo! My name is John. I'm joined by Andrea. We're going to talk about pop culture things mm-hmm. um, and uh, how our weeks were and all that stuff. how How have you been?
1: Pretty good, pretty good. It's uh, been an eventful week for me. Um, kind of a lot, a lot of uh, fun stuff going on, both you know, pop culture related and personally. Um, got out and played some softball yesterday. It was a beautiful day to do so. Thank you, Minnesota, for not snowing for once. Uh, (laughs) um, and yeah, it was, it was fun. Um, but I definitely had not exactly cleared the cobwebs out of my, my sad body yet. Um, and I am extremely sore today, so while it while it was a, a good time, it was definitely like, whoa, man, I haven't done this in a while.
0: <laughs> yeah, that can take a bit for sure. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, especially, I, I, you know, after, you know, having a baby and whatnot, you know. No big deal. I mean,
0: excuses, whatever. <laughs>
1: excuses. Mm-hmm. Already already starting with that sass with that drink, John.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> no, I would do that regardless. <laughs>
1: regardless
0: yep um so yeah well that's fun getting yeah. outside being active today's not so nice for that kind of thing
1: no like no right it now a... it's been
0: raining and stuff
1: yeah it's a good good thing our game was yesterday because uh it mm-hmm. was you know chilly but sunny so kind of like a, a mixed bag but mm-hmm. we'll take it in minnesota we'll take it
0: and uh <laughs> did you win
1: we did Yes. All right. It was, it was nice. a tight game, but we did, I think, actually, I think we might've ju- won just by one. So yeah.
0: Okay. Cool.
1: Yeah. I got some good hits and, uh, that was, that was good. Um, definitely the first ball of the game though. I, I play outfield and, uh, the first ball of the game was a, uh, huge swing by one of their best players at the fences. So I was running right away and I was like, Oh man. <laughs> hopefully this isn't. <laughs> hopefully this isn't how the entire game is gonna go, cause yep. I'm not ready for that. But yep. it was
0: still fun. Nice. Um, yeah, I can't remember when I last uh, played a sport. Unfortunately, <laughs> I think it's been a while. I think I I subbed for a uh, volleyball team. Valnuk were playing on, and then sure golf for a um yeah. uh bachelor party i think okay like that. So, yeah, yeah I
1: think, well, what else uh, i think go- i think i played golf last year it's hard to tell because you know sports again were were semi shut down uh mm. per covid but i think softball and golf were the last two i played so okay but yeah, um, other other things that I did this week, um, I continued watching *Clannad*, which was very fun. It's a, it's uh, continuing to be like a cute high school slice of life, but juxtaposed against something vaguely hinted at that's supernatural, and okay. you know a bit a bit larger, um, you know than the the very ordinary and domestic issues that are currently facing our characters. So I'm intrigued to find out where that's going. Um and then speaking of supernatural, I started Shadow and Bone, the book series that's uh Okay. What the Netflix series so You started based the books? On. I did. Or you yes.
0: started okay okay.
1: Yes. Because I'm curious because so many reviews said that the Netflix series they thought were was better than the books, and sure. so often I find that's not the case. So I'm just so intrigued to find out how that could be. So I, ha- I felt like I mm-hmm. had to go to the source material, read that first, and then dive into the Netflix series.
0: Because um, the show is out now, right?
1: It is. Yes, I think it was actually just okay. released last week. So it's not. It's not terribly um, uh, uh,
0: old. Not yet. old. Yeah.
1: yeah. So we'll see. Okay.
0: Um, yeah, I couldn't remember if just reviewers had gotten to it yet or if it was generally available, but
1: yep, it's generally available, but yeah, it's new. So we'll, we'll see how that goes for me.
0: Now I see in your notes that you downloaded the Resident Evil demo, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: but did you play the Resident Evil demo?
1: I have not yet played it. Um, Okay.
0: Is it still, is it still live? I think you can yeah. you can play yet yeah, this one. Yeah, so it's not that timed thing.
1: It's well it's timed from when you download it. Play. So you, you oh. only have so many me- you only have so much time to play it once you've gotten it. Um but you can
0: only play it for an hour.
1: Yes.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: So you only have so much time to play it. But so originally the demo was just going to be available May 1st, and you were also going to have like a short time window in which to simply access the download and access the demo. Uh, But now it's stretched out through the whole week leading up to the release of the game. So it's still available. Just throwing it out there for people. If you were excited about it, if you were bummed that you were maybe going to miss the window on May 1st, um, I think that was... Xbox's only window, and then that was one of the windows for PS4. It's now extended throughout this whole week, so it's still available.
0: But do you really need the demo to know you if do. you're going to buy it? I mean, not, okay.
1: to, not to know if I'm going to buy it, but other people oh, okay. might be. Well, you sure. Know, uh, yeah, absolutely. So I'm just saying, yeah. like, other people should get out there. And I'm just excited. I want to I see what the gameplay is like. So, yeah, I, I downloaded I mean, it not to, like make up my mind, but more
0: just for funsies. <laughs> I mean, I, um, I feel very obligated now. Like if you're going to play it, I have a couple, a couple friends that are interested in coming on the podcast to talk about it. So it's like, I definitely yeah. need to play it.
1: Absolutely. To make sure
0: you do. I know what's going on. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, how, how'd our poll turn out?
1: Uh, anyone you're else currently win poll? winning. So if I that's mean, why as if I you're being be. sassy by asking that again. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. How's our poll? Am I winning still? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So check out our Twitter poll, podcast on the Rocks. We've got a tweet out um, from May the 4th uh, concerning Star Wars. Um, so I am a proponent when I watch the movies, I am a proponent of, Watching them in theatrical release order, because to me, that's the way they were put out. So that's the way I want to watch them. Plus, I always I love the older Star Wars and it just like gets me in the mood to watch the rest of them. Uh, So that's that's the way I prefer to do it. But uh, I know there are others, some people, some crazy people out there who like to watch them in chronological order.
0: Yeah, Which who who would sense. who would think of that? Watching the story order, who would do, in that? Order. Hmm. Who do that? Yeah, uh, like mm.
1: no great writers ever, because great writers always throw you like in the middle of the action in media race, and then you have to like work your and then you have to well, like Tarantino it and figure yourself out where you are. So
0: that's me and definitely Tarantino. a <laughs> a Lucas philosophy for sure, <laughs> but I mean it applies to, I mean in the phantom menace episode one you just are dropped in on a cruiser and you have if you've never seen any of it oh some people are going to be ambassadors for some sort of trade <laughs> negotiation well, where, where are we what do we what do we you know what's going on well these people have laser sorty things what is that <laughs> <laughs> Boy, how do I mean, you this Im- person
1: to Star Wars? <laughs> I know I, you can only imagine. You're a Fictional person. <laughs> you know,
0: well, your child someday, right? You know. That's
1: true. That's true. She's when to get to a certain. She will watch
0: Episode four. I, I just got angry, like inside, when I just said that and I thought about it. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> you're going to impact this poor child's life in the wrong way here. In the
1: right way. Um, I mean, no. Okay, so each film. Here's here's my thought. Each film drops you in the middle of the action and then just expects you to like figure yourself out. So each film is like a microcosm for the way that the entire like film verse has to be watched. You have to be in the middle and then get your way back out. Just saying.
0: That's no. You're stretching.
1: No stretching. No. No, I am brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Neil let Lucas. me
0: let me make this case. Let me make this case, especially for for a kid. Um, you the films grow with. It, there's a perfect thing to grow with a child. Like if you, the first film is so bright. It's very bright. The color palette is very very colorful. It's the most vibrant of all the films. And um, and then you're like protagonist is a child, child as well yeah. you know okay. and you got Jar Jar Binks kids won't mind about Jar Jar Binks at all I think he's silly ha ha qui cut his tongue Haha, ha um, all that stuff then you can then you can go like you could you could wait some time then you could like read the um, maybe there's some children's books or something like that and then go to episode two which gets considerably darker Like the, just literally in like the color scheme gets darker Mm -hmm. and you start dealing with more mature themes. You're dealing with love and the beginning of war and keeping secrets, you know, from your, your mentors and all that stuff. (laughs) Yep. mm -hmm, Exactly. (laughs) And then you go to the next one and you're, you're in war. And now it's like, it's, it's betrayal time. Things get sad. Like all the order of 66, like, like, it makes sense as a child to grow with this, and then by the time you're at episode four, the galaxy's in shambles. All right,
2: <laughs> Vader's
0: wiped everyone out. They've gone through and purged everyone, so it's like I know they're still—they're all family-friendly, you know, whatever-ish. But yeah, ish, and and that's the thing too. After episode two, you can spend like two years watching all of the Clone Wars.
1: Yeah, I was going to say we'd we'd have to pause in her movie education cuz the first trilogy ramps up. It's like 0 to 60. Like you yep. were saying, like the first one is so adorable and I was just thinking about it like, "Oh yeah, like that's so cute. Mm-hmm. She'd be a child, child protagonist, like you said. The world is very colorful, it's fun. Like all the, you know, quote-unquote alien races are very like benign. You know, everybody's like cute and cuddly and whatnot. Yep. But yeah, then then by the time we get to like episode three, it's uh, you killing know there's, younglings. Some, there's killing younglings, like, you know, childbirth, there's limb loss and maiming, yep. you know, like yep. hardcore betrayal. Um, you know, people mm. people get shot by the uh, clones who turn. Yeah, it's yeah. uh it's a little bit much. So then so i was you thinking, take your yeah. But, but okay, then I was but... thinking, like, the original trilogy, like, sure, we, there's, like, some scary parts, but, like, we end with, like, the most adorable, cuddly Ewoks. Like, how is that not child-friendly?
0: Well, they're no, absolutely they're, it is. Well, they're yes. not
1: even giant. They're, like, medium-sized teddy bears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's kind of, like, a weird opposite. Like, I wish I could, like, mishmash and show her, like, episode yeah. one and episode six.
2: Yeah, but there's right. there's
1: no connecting those. There's
0: there's no understanding that she could get to. Well, and I don't know. I, th- <laughs> I mean, I think I, I wanted to. I was going to say, and I thought about it for a second. I was going to say that yeah. I think you also appreciate the um, the original trilogy, particularly the end more as an adult. But I think you also appreciate um some of the stuff in episode three more as an adult too like anytime we talk a little more serious topics so i don't know
1: it's a conundrum i I mean we we got a couple years to settle this but i'm just saying yeah i'm still i'm still leaning towards episode four uh
0: you'll be like uh, i
1: don't think he answered our poll on twitter
0: uh uh, so i'll I'll have to
1: get him to answer I mean, okay. I won't be able to I won't be able to see it's him either, because you can't uh, check on your um, your poll mm. answerers, your poll respondents. So he could do it secretly.
0: Ashley and I are going to have to scheme like you're gone <laughs> for a bit or something. We put it in. Oh, but she's seen it. I, she saw episode <laughs> one. You can't oh, no. do can anything I'm else doing? now. <laughs> Got to go Gotta forward.
1: Go, right. Yeah. Mm. Well, All right. I, now I know the first time you volunteered a babysitter, I'll know what's <laughs>
0: yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Alan mentions uh, extending lightsabers uh, are coming. Did you Ooh. see any of that? I didn't watch the video, but I, I heard about it. The Disney theme parks and stuff, they're going to be releasing. Um, like, um, it's, I mean, it's always clickbait. It's like real lights. It's not a real lightsaber, but it, it extends. I think the the okay. way they explain it is kind of like a tape measure, how it rolls up. Sure. And so, um, yeah, they're doing some sort of new um, saber that uh, that extends.
1: Wow, I had to read that twice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> or or Conda Malin says, I guess. So
1: yeah, I was gonna say. So he was going for it. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I uh, I have my lightsaber that I uh, I really like, so I guess I'm okay. But um, it's exciting to see that um, they're making some mm-hmm. progress in bendy materials.
1: Much yeah. like uh, much like phones, like Light- phones and lightsabers now can bend. Yep. So <laughs>
0: Yep. <laughs> you know
1: we're we're working on the essentials here.
0: Mm-hmm. That's right. Um. See what else? What else? Well, we were talking about May the fourth. You had asked, how you put up the poll?" Um, did you do anything for May the fourth?
1: Um, other than you know, watch the movies, not really.
0: (laughs) So you did watch some on the fourth. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay.
1: It's tradition. Did you say that, and
0: I missed that, or uh?
1: no? No, I was just I was going right into our poll because I'm excited. I'm. I want to know people got to answer people got to settle this mm-hmm. debate here and i feel like there's got to be more of people like me out there but if if i'm <laughs> unique if i'm a unicorn over here like i got to know
0: not. that too <laughs> there's lots of people that are just going to i mean there's all kinds of mixed opinion obviously people are going to say well just watch the original trilogy and that's it right you know i can't um, I can
1: never do that though like knowing all the other stuff is out there doesn't mean i want to go back and rewatch all of it all the time because it, you know, like I'm, I'm probably gonna watch Rise of Skywalker, boy, maybe once or twice more in my life,
0: and that's enough. Oh, I'm done. But I'm done. Well, I and mean, I'll never I make like, my kid watch those movies. The the prequel if, or the sequel trilogy, not yes. happening. <laughs> it's banned in my household.
1: So I feel like if she's gonna watch it, I'm gonna watch it with her to make sure, you know. <laughs> She, she can make like it through.
0: Censor it for her. Like, uh, you know, okay, this it should have been this way, but it wasn't. Exactly. You know, okay.
1: Exactly. <laughs> I mean, she's going to get my notes whether she wants them or not. She's going to get my commentary. But, uh, yeah, I mean, just, like, knowing that they, the other ones are out there, I couldn't have not watched them at all. Like, they all, like, to me, deserved one viewing.
0: And then, Yeah. yeah yeah, and so you gotta not forget too. once you once you go start out of order, then everything's gonna I mean, everything is out of order because then you have Rogue One and you have solo right. Star Wars story. And right. also now, like where do you place those? Like I think it would be magical as a kid to start episode one, watch episode two, then watch all of the Clone Wars, mm-hmm. then watch episode three. Then watch all of Star Wars Rebels. Then watch, you know, I guess I did need to throw in the Solo movie in there earlier too, but yep. somewhere in there, and then Rogue One, and then A New Hope, and you know, right? Return give, of the Jedi give my again. kid,
1: give my kid the uh, the opportunity that we never had, because obviously they yeah. we were being released, you know, haphazard, they can, they can just play the whatever. One Star
0: Wars game in there, you know, like gotta play this in here. That's, that's canon too. True. So,
1: yeah, this is going to take some serious thought.
0: <laughs> yeah. This is, or this admit is that important. Star Wars is dead and don't watch it ever again. Yeah. Don't show it to your kid. How about that? Not possible.
2: <laughs> this
1: is, but th- see, this is the important part of child rearing right here. It's like the big is, decisions. Yeah. You know, like whatever about like wherever she's going to daycare, I got to sit down and like map out how she's going to watch Star Wars. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> i mean pete is showing his kids like lots of anime i'm very proud of him for that that's you know it's cool to get them started on that they get very excited to watch my hero academia and stuff and some of it's a little scary for some of them but like it's you know they get past it and it's okay so
1: yeah i mean there's definitely there's definitely certain ones that i've watched that i would love to you know introduce our our daughter to um you know, age appropriately, obviously. Yeah. Because there's, there's definitely stuff like, uh, and we'll get to this later, but like Castlevania that uh, right. she's not watching right away. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep. Well, while we're on Star Wars, and we haven't talked about Star Wars in a while, um, the I listen in the tractor while I'm planting. I get lots of time to listen to different things, and some of them are very useful, Some Mm -hmm. not so much. I did listen to some Star Wars stuff, actually. And um, there's a rumor going around that because um, Disney decided to um, fire one of their actresses from The Mandalorian. Mm -hmm. Right. um, Dave Filoni or uh, John Favreau is Mm -hmm. really upset because he didn't have a say in that. And he created that character. And then the idea is that in their roadmap was a show that she was going to star in that was in the works. And again, the rumor is that she, this character, has, uh, okay, this is, I'll say minor spoilers, but it's so unconfirmed that, like, take it or leave it, that she is somehow related to... um, like Princess Leia's adopted parents, something with more important with with Alderaan.
1: Okay.
2: Okay. And
0: so there was going to be a, a separate show with her, and now she's gone. And so now, what happens to this show? Like, does it get completely rewritten? Does it get scrapped? Does it, what what becomes of it? So supposedly, Jon Favreau is pushing for more control over his shows, more mm-hmm. direct control, and the and that he might be they might be asking. Gina Carano back.
2: Now, I don't know if she would
0: say yes. I don't know if it's true. I don't sure. know if you can get this authority there or right. not, but right. um, that's the latest scuttlebutt.
1: Interesting.
0: So,
2: yeah. Alan
0: asked Organa. Yeah, th- that yeah. would seem to be the implication is like not a relation to Leia directly, mm-hmm. but. Uh, uh, some sort of in law thing or something because, um, sure. so
1: interesting. Yeah. Boy, I mean, if anyone's earned, you know, the, the right to, uh, get a few things and a few favors thrown his way, John Favreau, I mean, the launcher of the MCU. I mean, wouldn't, right. wouldn't he be the person? <laughs> I, I mean, know the the man behind iron man. I mean, how could mm-hmm. he not?
0: You know, and I'd like to know the numbers, but probably also the biggest or close to you know, I do Wandavision's up there. You know, I I would like to know what brought in more viewers, Wandavision or Mandalorian at this point.
1: Boy, but, uh, I I want to say Mandalorian, um, just just for like the sheer fact of, like it was it was so hyped. It was, I mean, it's Star Wars. It's, there's more seasons, you know. There was, there was a time. Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. um, There was a time when, uh, you know, that was like a big draw for Disney. So even, I feel like it, even if it didn't have more viewers, it seems like it has more viewers because so many people signed up, I think, for Disney Plus because of it. Mm -hmm. Whereas those people who might have signed up for WandaVision were probably already there. So it looks like, you know, like more subscribers. So I'm sure that's hard to quantify.
0: I mean, I feel like, you know, I feel like also it probably the fandom being so split over Star Wars, it was Mm -hmm. really the kind of we had this moment where we had two seasons of Mandalorian that really unified. It seemed like most sections of the Star Wars world. Yep. And um, mm-hmm. I would think Disney had to like that. Marvel didn't really have that issue going in. You know, it's generally speaking, most people were pretty happy with how the last phase concluded with Infinity War. And so they're just more excited, excited for more, you know? Yeah, yeah, end game, yeah. So I don't know. But God, I'm, I'm sure I'm we'll one of never those... really know that.
1: Yeah. I'm Is one of those uh, I'm, what I'm one of those few people who did not like
0: endgame the
1: way. See, that that's it amazing.
0: Did. did we talk about this? Because I didn't either. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we, we definitely
1: okay. we definitely talked about this. I think I think we we had some similar opinions and then we had some differing opinions Different on on why um we didn't like endgame. Um and I know I think what, my my differing opinion was the whole, like, Iron Man dies and Captain America gets to go get his happily ever after arc that I was pretty pissed about.
0: Yeah, we should tell everybody uh, watching this podcast that, uh, I'm sorry, but we it is it is de facto that we're going to have Marvel and Star Wars spoilers.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm also going to say, like, Endgame's been a while now, so I mean, like you know, yep. spoilers and sorry but also like... I mean are
0: there's some Marvel movies I haven't seen <laughs> and I still will accept if I get spoilers because it's completely on me it's my mm-hmm. fault it's been what within my power I, Okay, I haven't seen the first Captain America
1: The first Captain, so yep. you've seen subsequent like the yep, second and Yep, I've seen every third?
0: Captain America except for the original
1: Ooh. Ooh, um, definitely see that one. That one's my favorite, actually, out of the the three.
0: Wow, I mean, I think Winter, Sol- Winter Soldier is one of the best Marvel movies of out of all of them. So that. That's...
1: Yeah, C- Captain America's trilogy is very uneven for me. I I like the first two, and then I just absolutely hated Civil War. Just could not. Yeah,
0: I remember. It. I mean, that's kind of the the like. Um, incubating egg for this podcast was our discussion of civil war Mm -hmm. because this i mean because i ultimately agree that it's not my favorite one i think it's one of the weaker entries but again uh, for different reasons i suppose but um but yeah i i i'm always and of course this came out around the same time i believe as batman versus superman i'm always opposed Almost always opposed to bigger budget things mm-hmm. doing the whole like excuse to make our heroes fight.
1: Right, in but fighting. I have yeah.
0: to say that I think that if it was going to be done, they did it about as well as can be done in Civil in War. Civil War. It just, but I think we disagree right on like who should be where taking what position, which is obviously very difficult for them to this, to figure out, you know? Yeah.
1: I'm sure, I'm sure there were multiple in the writer's room. I'm sure there were multiple iterations of the teams, you know, people arguing different sides of who should be where. Um, and I mean, ultimately you're never going to create something that makes everybody happy or makes sense to everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, I do. I agree with you that if this was... Ha- it had to be the premise that, you know, everybody was going to start fighting each other. It was done well enough. Like, the reason for them fighting didn't feel totally manufactured. Um, but it, it still doesn't mean I'm happy with how it turned out, Why? why it turned out the way it did, and the way that certain characters, including Captain America, were portrayed. Cause I just I just can't get behind his like double standards.
0: His double oh okay, yeah, explain that because I'm not sure I'm not I don't understand what you mean there.
1: Well the the idea that like like people should be held accountable, but not Bucky. Like mm. his whole deal with like You know, we're all part of the team, and we all got to, like, you know, be held accountable, and we're not better than or different than anybody else. But then, like, he totally just, like, saves Bucky from—I And mean, not not saying that, like, Iron Man had the right to, like, attempt to kill Bucky, um, even though, like, finding out he murdered your parents is, you know— quite in mm-hmm. I would imagine quite enraging um, but just like the whole idea that you know Captain America couldn't understand where where Iron Man was coming from and just only sure. thought like I have to save Bucky I was just like, my god like you've just spent how many years being this man's friend and you can't give him like a minute to process the fact that your friend killed his parents like
0: I I do agree with that that uh, sometimes, you know, and maybe real life is maybe this mirrors real life more than it should, but I do think sometimes it's like really, you guys have this relationship, this rapport, whatever you know each other, and you're gonna you're gonna be at each other's throats this fast, right you know, but that does happen in real life, and it's sad, and it's not you know it's it's unfortunate, but mm-hmm. um but yeah, I agree that. Uh, everybody could like cool down yeah and have a little more respect for one another
1: yeah and, things you know things escalated really quickly for civil war and i felt like only a few people really knew what the core of their disagreement was and then they sort of like ended up that that was the part that i didn't love either is like fringe characters like ant-man just sort mm-hmm. of like joined in because like you know, yeah. like, oh, like this guy hit me. Well, I'm going to hit him back. And now I'm on this side. And now we're like, over here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, th- those are the kind of things that I totally hate. And uh, I just felt like really it was like a core argument that blew up to include other characters. And I didn't sure. appreciate that either.
0: Yeah, I could feel more people potentially trying to stay out of it. Yeah. Like- you know, you guys need to settle this and settle this, you know, but I'd have to watch it again too, to Mm -hmm. really make sure I'm not,
1: I mean, it's, it's
0: it's,
1: it's been a while. Um, and there are certainly things like, I, I know I come down hard on Captain America and I, and I tend to like see things, um, in a couple of different movies from more of Iron Man's perspective, but to, to critique, You know, him as well, he had double standards in that movie because his whole, like, let's sign the Sokovia Accords was we can't be so destructive like we were. Like, we leveled the city and we didn't really stick around to, you know, understand the human toll or, like, help them rebuild. And then he allows, like... Like this whole thing to escalate where they are fighting, and it's like, you know, the second superheroes start fighting each other, you're just gonna destroy more shit and, yeah, you know, like hurt more yeah. people. So, for somebody who was so concerned about that, he sure was like, quick to be like, let me just fight Captain America in this airport, like mm-hmm. everything will be fine. I'm sure we won't, you know, destroy some planes and hurt some people. Yeah. So, see, I
0: got very frustrated with Tony Stark's position a lot of the time, but. I understood where he was coming from because I appreciate that he is a flawed character, that the the way he is, like, you know, it it could have been amped up more in movies or whatever, but right, um, the, I mean, the idea of he's doing a lot of this stuff out of guilt, you know, that he, he right, so all the destruction and then, like, creating Ultron right. and, like, you know, being the catalyst for all this mayhem now he's, like, overcompensating for trying to, you know...
1: Which is trying a very human rein it thing in. to do, yeah. yeah.
0: It's like, oh, I can't be seen being like that anymore and, like, whatever I can to assuage my conscience, you know? Right. So, yeah. But... Well, okay, that was a... A <laughs> side tangent. tangent. It was not uh, Marvel Avengers Day or anything like that. Um, but we'll get some more superhero stuff... Um, in a minute um i won't linger too much on what i did this week um uh, let's see what was important i made pumpernickel for the first time <gasps> my for goodness my father-in-law. Yep.
1: bucking the trends no more sourdough
0: <laughs> my thing was just bread in general and i just okay. happened to i was gonna try sourdough that was all it wasn't like my mission is sourdough right so
1: well and sourdough is one of the easier ones to start off with like sure you know it, i mean playing
0: with yeast a little bit then it's yeah
1: right well and if you if you were like excited about baking bread you wouldn't want to be like what's you know let me bake like a braided bread with like five different doughs mm-hmm. you know like no, let's, let's start out with something we can achieve and then move forward. Yep. So how did your pumpernickel turn
0: out? Um, pretty good. I thought it wasn't too bad. I, uh, I'm i I'm going to try. Next time I do it, I will have a different recipe. I didn't make one with caraway seeds in it, which mm. I think, you know, it's more common that they do. But uh, And I also think it could use a little more fat. Like, it's very healthy, but just to get it, I don't know, a little more... Pliable. because uh, sure. it was very soft, but it it would break apart pretty easily too. So I don't know. Yeah, I'll probably try a new for a different recipe. But yeah. Well, cool. Bread. Um I had some work. Been working. Um I played a gift that I was given. Uh forget if it was for Christmas now from yeah, it must have been for Christmas from Ashley. That's the um Zelda. Um, Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity.
2: So oh, right. it's not yeah. really
0: my game style, but I wanted to know the the backstory more. I wanted to play that right. out from Breath of the Wild,
2: mm-hmm. and so
0: I, I I gave that another shot, and I was really enjoying it. So um, probably try to keep going on that one a little bit okay. um, while I'm because I'm going to play Resident Evil, and Ashley's going to watch me play play Resident Evil. She wants to. She doesn't want to play it, but she wants to see it.
1: Okay. Like
0: the horror of it, you know, and stuff. But oh, she well, want to play it.
1: if so. she's um, if she's really into the horror, she should she should uh, get Resident Evil Seven because that's like yeah. true horror. I mean, this is I mean, Resident Evil Eight is is definitely like in that universe. Yep. Um, but it's a little if if it follows as much about Resident Evil Four as I think it it's going to. Um, It's a little bit more, like, about the environment and a little bit more of, like, puzzle games while you're fending off the enemy kind of thing. So it's it's yeah. a little less, like, horror-based.
0: But we're excited about the, um, the change in tone. You know, yeah. the idea that there's vampires and werewolves, mm-hmm. that's different monsters other than just zombies. Or in yeah, 7, sure. it's, like, hillbillies or whatever. You know, yeah. I, like, yeah. I just... Uh, so it fits thematically, like the castles okay. and the, so that stuff is cool. It's like gotcha. watching Castlevania isn't scary either, but it's the whole, those horror things yes. and uh, done yes, in a really cool Yes, the
1: elements way. rather than like actually being scary. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Get I get you. I So, um, new stereo came in today. Finally, Ooh, I fun. could go on a long explainer about the stereo, but I won't, um, <laughs> maybe another time. And, uh, and then being working, I've been just squeezing a little Animal Crossing in most of the time instead. So um, that's been good. And I would have made, if I hadn't, didn't have any work today, I was going to try to make conchas. Because oh, I said, today is Cinco de Mayo. Yes. So happy Cinco de Mayo. Um, we can Cheers. go into our drink holidays here. Salud. Yep. Um, what have you got? to drink for Cinco de Mayo. Any of you had any other, like, have you done anything else to celebrate Cinco de Mayo?
1: So Chris is cooking up some tacos right now. Um, So we will, we will be having a late dinner of
0: tacos.
1: Yep. Um, And then I've got a margarita on the rocks with the rocks tequila. Oh yeah. Delicious. Um, And it's in, just like a small sports <laughs> plug. It's in my Green Bay Packer glass oh because
0: gosh.
1: Uh, if you pay attention at all to the world of sports, uh, Aaron Rodgers is considering retiring from the Green Bay Packers. And like, I'm like having palpitations. I need a drink to deal with that <laughs> fact. So <laughs> maybe Fred
0: Favre will come back.
1: Oh my God, <laughs> that would just like totally make sense in this entire yeah. craziness. Like, cause first Rogers was going to be traded. Um, and then like another team, he was going to like retire. Then he was like, maybe going to go into free agency. Now, like the manager's like, just kidding. We're not going to trade him. Um, we want him back. And he's like, yeah, the only way I'm coming back. is if the manager's fired, like it's a, oh my God, it's just been like an evolving drama. And I'm uh, just on the edge of my seat trying to figure out what the hell is actually going to
0: happen. Who are you going to draft first? If you don't have Rogers.
1: I know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Tough
0: decisions. Yeah.
1: I don't know. And uh, yeah, our, our whole team is built around Rogers. So I don't really know what's going to happen to the Packers if he leaves. So
0: well, maybe out. you'll lose a quarterback uh, and gain the rock as the president. You know.
1: Ooh, would I make that trade?
0: Yes. <laughs> I mean <laughs> Yes. I, I haven't looked would. into it. I just heard he's uh is milling he's, about the idea.
1: He's, so. he's putting out some feelers. Um yeah. I don't think he's quite like Matthew McConaughey level serious about, you know, running for office, but
0: McConaughey is?
1: McConaughey is uh uh very seriously um putting in his bid to be governor of
0: Texas. Oh, that's right. Yep. Yeah,
1: not president. So sorry for any confusion. There. Yeah, I know.
0: Yep. Uh, All right. Well. It's, yeah. it's the world today. Um. <laughs> yeah, I've got a. Uh, yeah,
1: what do you got going on? I
0: also have a margarita. Um, nice. Ashley made it strawberry one. I
1: nice.
0: Muddled up some strawberries for it.
1: Delicious. She tells me
0: it's strong. So, but yeah, it's really good. Uh, we do not have the rocks tequila. We just have eighteen hundred so
1: still good still good yep
0: mm-hmm. um so yeah and then we had um so today is our dog dobby's birthday
1: happy birthday dobby
0: in, so we've placed it. i think we talked about this last time yep. we knew he was born in may and we placed his birthday on the fifth so
1: i like it it makes sense
0: yeah we had tacos as well um she ordered them from uh own sanchez's restaurant in new orleans
1: oh interesting
0: yeah it's called uh johnny sanchez okay and uh we got the uh let's see it's called albondigas it's uh um, oh is that
1: the meatball soup
0: it's it's a meatball taco
1: oh okay place. okay
0: so yeah and it's got pickled onions and jalapenos and then a salsa verde and their own salsa. And it's uh, it's really it? good. It's okay. Very, very good.
1: I imagine it would be because every time I, I feel like I watch him on Chopped and somebody tries to make a taco, it's like, oh, shit. Like, what are you doing?
2: <laughs> this man but, is yeah. serious
1: about his tacos. <laughs> like,
2: yeah.
0: you better
1: just nail it. So...
0: I. I appreciate that uh, that gusto, though.
1: Yeah, no, I love that. I love the dedication. It's just it always makes me nervous when he's a judge and somebody's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna make a taco," and I'm like, "Oh God, here we go." <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep. So yeah, it's been it's been a good day. Um, we got some other drink holidays come Whoa, I just messed it up in the rundown. There we go. <laughs> um, so another drink holiday is coming up. It looks like.
1: Yeah, May 7th is a huge day. Yeah, Uh, Resident Evil
0: releases and then a whole bunch of drink stuff.
1: (laughs) That's right. So celebrate uh, May 7th. Not only will you get to play an excellent game, um, it is Sauvignon Blanc Day, it is Homebrew Day, and it is Cosmopolitan Day. So I mean, you've pretty much got all your bases covered, wine, liquor, beer, whatever, pick your poison, but uh, drink something because it's a big day. Yeah.
0: All right. Um I think the Sauvignon Blanc. Well, we need um we need a red. Um or is um this a uh for I was thinking like you need something real blood looking for vampires. Oh yeah,
1: you do a cabernet.
0: Yeah. Sauvignon. But, yeah.
1: It's got the but... it's still got the name in there close enough. <laughs> uh
0: <laughs>
1: or depending on how much uh Um, you add to your Cosmo, you could definitely uh make that a little bit blood red.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yep, all right. Well, speaking of blood, uh, Castlevania Mm -hmm. season four, the final season uh is coming to Netflix on May 13th, so fast approaching. That's right. Um, the trailer looks nuts,
1: chaotic.
0: Like, I have the chills just thinking about watching this show.
1: Yeah, I'm super excited. The the trailer was hectic and frenzied and just like breakneck, like throw you into a lot of different plot lines, but I'm so excited about them.
0: Yes. yes. So I I um they've been handling the the property well thus far <laughs> yes. and I feel like um I was going to say, I feel like every season has gotten better, but I do think that when we talked about it, season two was a step down from season one, and then season three ramped it up. Yes. So.
1: Yeah, it, it was hard um, because there was more content in season two, and I wanted to be like more excited about all the things that we were getting, but I just don't think they pulled it together.
0: They so. got a lot of their world building out of the way, though. And they like other character development stuff, so we could really start swinging,
1: you in know, season three, season
0: yeah, three and presumably season four now too. So,
1: yeah, I mean, season four just looks like full barrel ahead, you know, mm-hmm. we're we're not stopping for anything, you know, if you've it, we're not stopping to explain this world to you if you've missed things, like we're just going to be right in the thick of it. So, yep, um, I'm I'm interested to see kind of how our multi villain storylines are going to play out. You know what I mean? Like, like there's Mm -hmm. clearly like three different plot lines that we're Mm going to have to deal with, um, that are, that our heroes are going to have to deal with in, you know, bringing possibly, Oh boy. Like, I guess spoilers, I should say before I, before I open my mouth, um, but, uh, possibly bringing back Dracula, um, and then of course Hector and the uh, the sisters and their possible conquest and then um, oh my gosh, I cannot think of his name, the other human who was leading his own night demon army. Oh my god.
0: Um is it yeah. is it Isaac? Isaac. Isaac. Yeah, yeah. okay.
1: All right. I thought that, and then I was like, I'm wrong, and then I was gonna like, no, I'm just going to go for it. Um, So, yeah, so he's obviously got his own, like, conquest plans, so we'll see how they all mesh together.
0: I have to say, I am, like, I'm very happy that these exist, because we also had the, um, I don't recall what it was, something with the, it was a Greek mythology show as well. Um, Something of Zeus. Zeus. Blood of Zeus.
2: Blood of Zeus, Zeus. yeah.
0: Yeah, and so... That one's a little different, but in the terms of American animation that's a little more serious, I usually disregard most of it. You know, the DC has done a good job on some things. Yeah. Um but and then especially if something that's a Japanese property like Castlevania, I'm usually like oh, I'd rather it just it would be an anime. But mm-hmm. they've won me over with these and I I dig what they do for sure. Agreed. So. Yeah,
1: May 13th, just like a week and a day.
0: Yep, yep. Um, we've already talked about the Resident Evil demo. Uh, so yes. go and jump on go that. Go
1: download.
0: Want.
2: <laughs> Review
0: embargo, it looks like it's now up for the game as well. So you can uh, check out some reviews to see if you are interested. Um, we will be covering that game as well here. Mm-hmm. Uh, possibly with some guests later so yep. if you're interested in Resident evil stay tuned
1: spoiler alert you are interested
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, returnal came out the other week uh, along with Pokemon new Pokemon snap yep. uh, I've been I paid a I listened to a lot of people talk about returnal over the course of the week because I okay. really um, I really wasn't sure I I feel like I talked about this some maybe on the last podcast, but I feel like Game Pass and Apple Arcade and the services that I automatically have, plus the game back catalog I have, plus Nintendo Online, plus the games that Epic Store gives away for free, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: really has me thinking harder about each purchase. And like, Mm -hmm. because this game is $70 plus tax,
1: Right.
0: You know, am I, you can't buy it. And then you don't like it after a couple (laughs) hours, you know, like you play it for an hour or two and you're like, I don't really don't like this. Now you've thrown away $70. $35 an hour. (laughs) And I buy everything digital. Our PlayStation five is digital only, you know, I buy most things digital anyways. So it's not like you're going to recoup anything by reselling it. So, you really have to know, mm-hmm. you know? And so there are things like the next horizon game. Well, I don't, of course I'm going to get that. I don't need anything else around it. It's warranted me trying the next one for $70 or whatever it costs. So, but this one, I, I'm so into the, the themes and mm-hmm. the music and the vibe and everything about it, the looks I just don't know if I'm going to love the gameplay enough for $70. <laughs> and it's it seems so divided. Like, in general, the reviews are quite good. But right. you listen to some of them, it's like, God, there's some pain points. Like, they talk about runs for this game being two hours long, and you can't save at all. So Ugh. if anything happens, or you want to do something else on your PlayStation, your game Forget is it. gone. You have to yeah. do, you know. And look, old games used to do this, where you would... You want to beat Mario, the original Mario. You didn't get to save. You just had to beat it. Mm-hmm. But what you do is you pause it, and then that's the only thing that box did. So then you pause it and then come back later, whatever. Right. Well, PlayStation's a little different now, and they also talk, too, like if an update gets pushed for your system or something or for the game, it closes the game and does the update, and now your thing is gone. So... Um, Wow. The company is aware that people are talking about save stuff. And I'm guessing they're going to do something, some sort of patch kind of thing to um to like give yourself check check mark checkpoints. You can't start from a checkpoint, you know, once you die, you die and you start over. But you know, until you die, you kind of get a a place to return to. Okay.
1: Yeah, man. That uh especially sorry especially that uh, whole like update and uh, you lose like that that would bother me a mm-hmm. great deal like just that update just kind of barging in there being like up oh, it's time here i am
0: like well cuz they released a patch sorry up with it's... your
1: gameplay but
0: too yeah. bad <laughs> they released a patch just uh, earlier today or yesterday or whatever and that okay. was the warning along with it turn Oof. off your auto updates you Oof. know
1: yeah so- Yeah, that would that would make me quite upset. Yep. Especially because it's like not a choice. You know what I mean?
0: Yep. But early up, early uh, numbers say it's selling pretty well. Okay. Uh, Everything Nintendo is selling well, so no surprise. New Pokemon Snap is selling well. Mm Mm-hmm. And speaking of Nintendo, I just saw before the show went live that they released a trailer for. Game Builder Garage, and it comes out June 11th. So it's Mm -hmm. coming soon. And this is a really good idea, I think. It's it's letting, it's stepping you through tutorials and stuff on how to build a game. And um, it reminds me of Apple's um, version of this for coding. Mm -hmm. Uh, It kind of gamifies that, um, that they use in schools and stuff. And so this is kind of a Nintendo version of that, but directly towards game development.
1: Yeah. I mean it's it's a cool opportunity both you know obviously for everyone who's curious about how to build a game but it's also a cool opportunity um you know for Nintendo I mean you never know who you're inspiring out there and who like you're teaching to be like the next you know generation yep. of creatives and and the great ideas that they might have that they'll bring to you potentially yeah. so it's kind of a it's a win-win it costs you nothing really
0: and we'll see like what they if they monetize this in any other way or like because they I'm guessing you get to I'm looked into enough yeah but if you get to play the games other people make and stuff or something
1: oh, and
0: so sure. that's kind of like um it reminds me of what uh Media Molecule did with Dreams on the PlayStation in a mm. way that's mm-hmm. just like this sandbox for creating except right. this is more like hand-holdy to begin you know to t- t- tutorial based to start and um
1: Oh, so you can share them, Alan says. He found that out.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's cool. That's, little-
1: again, that's a great opportunity for mm-hmm. Nintendo. I mean, not only does it generate, I think, some goodwill, you know what I mean? Like, people will be excited about that. It's a cool opportunity to, to have uh, people create games and, and others be able to play them. But it kind of shows them, you know, what's trending, like what what games mm-hmm. you know, are people interested in that other people create? like you know what what do people flock to? you know sure. by by hosting it, you kind of get like a little inside scoop on, you know, what what draws people's attention.
2: Yeah. and
1: you can kind of, you know, take it if you want to and and maybe incorporate that in some of the games you're currently developing or thinking about developing. I mean, or, Again, like I said, it costs you nothing to to just host it and just have people be like, oh, this is so cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think um, it's, um, it's a good idea. They've had some practice now with a couple Mario Maker games. And I kind of feel bad for Media Molecule with Dreams because there's a lot to that. And it didn't do as well as they had hoped. And yeah. I'm guessing this is going to blow up. If I have to guess, this is just going gonna, gonna <laughs> to be a big deal. So, but, yeah. Um, speaking of, of games as well, before we move on from game stuff, mm-hmm. if we ever want to stream a game or something like that, there's a very popular game right now um, called It Takes Two, I believe. Okay. And you have to play it in co-op. And you can play it online or whatever, okay. but uh, you you can even one person can buy it, and then the other person can download like the friend copy, and okay. so it's the game. But you you know so you don't have to buy two copies, okay? You know, because okay. you have to play with two people, and so apparently it's a very good story and it's very unique and it's good gameplay. And that's what these people do. They they've made like a couple games now where you it's the last one was about escaping prison and you needed to have in order to get out, you had to play with someone else. Yeah. Way out. Um, it's uh, it's the same guy, same dev. And, uh, so yeah, you had to play it with, uh, someone to help you get out of prison. And before that I think was brothers as what he made. I believe it's the same person and that you have, you play as two people. You don't play with two people. You oh! Play, oh, I you, see. So I think each joystick controls a character.
1: I see. Okay. So
0: interesting. he's basically only made good games, to my knowledge. <laughs> uh, he's a character, and uh, yeah, this new game is about like divorce and dealing with like some serious issues, but in a wow. very like colorful, uh, crazy way. So
1: interesting. Yeah. That's a that's not a topic I would have predicted for a game.
0: Yeah, I mean. <laughs> The space covers the spectrum, you know, if you look yeah. for it. And yeah. uh, it's nice to see more more options out there. So,
1: Very cool. Yeah.
0: Um, going to gaming, to uh, television and movies. Mm-hmm. There's, again, a lot of movies and television coming out I would like to see that I've not got to see yet. I really do still want to watch Clenod like like you have been. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we'll get to that soon here. Um, but I just saw before we went live as well, this Mm, new Ewan McGregor show, uh, short limited run series or whatever Mm -hmm. on a called on Netflix called Halston. And to me, this looks like a show we'll like, um, did you get to watch the trailer at all?
1: I did. Yeah. Yeah. I snuck that in right before the show. Um, I am torn. Really? Yeah. So only, only because of, of one thing. So I'm, I'm excited on the one hand, like the cast looks fantastic. The story Mm -hmm. looks fun. Like we both love fashion. Like Mm -hmm. that's, you know, kind of like the part of the Oscars that we both, (laughs) right. I know. (laughs) Definitely. I'm, I'm rocking some fashionable plaid, uh, right now. Um, but, uh, I mean, we do like, you know, that's like the fun part of the Oscars and things for us is like the red carpet and, you know, all the all the judgments that we get to make. Um, So that part like absolutely intrigues me. The the only part that I'm that I'm going to say I'm a little maybe tired of, but we'll see how they present it is like the celebrity spiral. And I think hmm. it's just because I just watched, I rewatched Bohemian Rhapsody and then I watched Rocket Man in oh. close succession. And yeah. then now watch the trailer for this where it's like, oh, he's so famous, but he can't control it. And it's like, you know, dr- spot and downward spiral into drugs and booze. And, you know, and I was just a little bit like, oh,
0: dang. Where, That's where have I problem. heard that before? That's your fault. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Why'd you watch I mean, those movies? What?
0: Why'd you watch those movies?
1: Rocket Man and Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, because excellent.
0: Uh, I haven't but, seen Bohemian Rhapsody yet, but
1: oh, you should. It's it's very good. I mean, it was like I said, I I watched both of them like kind of like back to back almost. So it was a little like, wow, these are similar. Yeah. And I get it. I mean. You know, it's these people's lives, like, you know, this is actually what happened. It's not like you can be like, oh, well, we're just going to skip that part. Nope. Sure. You know, it's, <laughs> it's what happens. And unfortunately, it's what happens a lot to very successful people who kind of skyrocket. Um, but yeah, I was a, I was a little like, I'm, I'm hoping there's like something different. There's some way that they treat, you know, the inevitable breakdown and the inevitable... You know, substance abuse spiral. That's you know maybe creatively different, or maybe it's not as big of a deal as I think it is. And they're just showing it in the trailer, sure, to to be flashy, and then it's not as much. But
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, um, there's just something that has a maybe I'm. There's a style to this the way they put it together that mm-hmm. to me feels different. Um it's kind of like um like a Baby Driver or um what's the uh, what's the who's the director that did um a, a Neon Demon. I look that up? Neon Demon. Did you ever watch that movie?
1: I did not know.
0: Oh, it's so good like understated good it's like it's okay. weird okay nicholas winding reffen um, that's a name <laughs> yeah Sounds and like um, british
1: aristocracy over there
0: yeah <laughs> that's what i was thinking. so uh that's what i was thinking of drive only mm-hmm. god forgives neon demon
1: oh he's danish Interesting.
0: um Valhalla Rising. I should watch that. I think that's got Mads Mikkelsen in it. Yeah, uh, I'm it does. sold on
1: that title alone.
0: Yeah, um, forced for some time to be fighting, to be a fighting slave, a pagan warrior escapes his captors with a boy and joins a group of crusaders on their quest to the Holy Land. Hmm. So um, yeah, I just everything I've seen of this guy, like he. Just de- makes movies right, and maybe sure. it's like my uh, inner Northern European or something. But I connect with the stuff, I guess. So uh, mm-hmm. it, this this trailer just kind of gave me some of those. It's not as stylized, but it's just some of those vibes. I just feel like yeah. it's going to be really cool. Um,
1: yeah, I'm not saying I won't watch it because again, like there are definitely parts that appeal to me. I'm just I was just kind of hoping maybe that part the the substance abuse part would be a little different just so it's not so trite like so predictable
0: yep i hear you i I get tired of watching um celebrity stuff a lot where they're just like it's all about the tragedy of it Mm
2: -hmm. because on one
0: hand it's a little bit like well boo-hoo you know right um And and on the other hand, it's like wow, that's depressing. Yeah, Jesus. (laughs) So
1: yeah, it just—I mean—it seems to be, um, you know, inescapable for some people, and inescapable in very similar ways, you know, across like multiple celebrities. Like you just feel like it's the same general story. It's like, man, how many times? Like, why don't people learn?
0: Power and fame. Yep, Power game, you can't deal with it. I mean, that's why, like so many people want to say, you know, money buys happiness. You know, Bill Gates would be the happiest person alive. Uh basically, if he did, and he's getting divorced. I
1: was gonna say.
0: <laughs> um, so it just doesn't work that way.
1: Exactly. Um, but yeah, in intriguing show. Um, I like I said, I love the cast who's a part of this. I always love you and McGregor. I think he I love the way he commits to roles. Yeah. So I'm very excited to see this. But like yep. we'll see where it goes. I
0: I think this is gonna be like they're gonna talk Oscar stuff on this, or at least that's the goal here for uh for you and McGregor.
1: If it's a series though,
0: it's uh, oh okay. Gold then globe. He'll,
1: <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say globe,
0: <laughs> yeah, Emmy. That's right. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. Shucks. What are they doing? now? <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. It it reminded me too. There's just a lot of there's a lot of shows. I we were talking tonight. There is um I haven't finished Raised by Wolves. I really oh, need yeah. to finish Race by Wolves. Same. Um, there's wow. a Apple TV Plus show that is uh in like Israeli that I haven't finished. Mm-hmm. So got to get on it. What am I doing? I'm doing <laughs> working and whatever. Yeah, can't,
1: can't you watch TV while you're in the tractor? No. <laughs>
0: I mean, some people, I suppose can, they got auto steer and they can, they can try to do that, but <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, we're moving back into comic book movie superhero territory. Cause yes. I mean, Lord knows we don't talk about that stuff enough. And, uh, but This week, we kind of got some, like, teaser stuff, some new trailers, kind of getting people excited, some new reveals for the next uh, Captain Marvel movie, the next Black Mm -hmm. Panther movie, and some dates attached to things. And they released this really, I think, really well-done teaser for Marvel Phase 4.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, It was a good, like voiceover you know with with great clips to pair with this yeah. voiceover um introducing the next phase of the mcu i think my only critique of the trailer would be the ending was a little random you know like the they had the last three shots focused on shang shang chi
0: Oh yeah, it seemed like a lot of place.
1: And and I was just like this is a little random for your closer. I just I I sort of thought it would be like um, you know, like a overarching MCU like
0: team shot Mar- or something. Yeah,
1: exactly. Or just, you know, like the Marvel logo kind of thing even. And it was just like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> like yeah. nothing I'm not excited at, or that, you know, I I want to put down this movie at all. It was just a, a little bit random. Um yep. But yeah, it was it was exciting, and I and I think one of the the best parts about this trailer was I think the relative obscurity of many, not all obviously, but many of the the key superheroes that are coming in this next phase. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like obviously Black Widow kicking it off. We're we're well established there. Um, you know, we've got another Ant-Man and another Guardians of the Galaxy, another Black Panther, but, you know, then like Shang-Chi, the Eternals, um, you know, that kind of stuff is like who, what, where, when, um, and it's, and it's fun to see things like that get made because Marvel can, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: you know, they can do that now. They've, they've successfully experimented with lesser known superheroes made, you know, just an absolute killing out of it and now they can do it again. They can afford to take more risks and I'm really excited by it.
2: And whereas it seems like I don't we...
1: Oh, I was gonna say, whereas the DCU I don't think can take those chances because mm. they're still so scattered. They're still trying to establish, you know, their core superheroes and they can't branch off into other things.
0: I think they can absolutely both take those chances. Like I know Marvel has earned it more, you know. Um but DC, and I think we're going to see it with the Suicide Squad. I think we're going to see it with James Gunn's Suicide Squad. I don't know if it's going to be any good, but they're taking that chance. Yeah, yes and no.
1: Mess. Yes and no. So they're they're taking a chance with the individual members of the suicide squad but they already have name recognition of suicide squad do you know what I'm saying
0: yeah but it's you, weak it's, it's like weak.
1: it's weak but they've done it before do you know what mm-hmm. I mean they're not like totally branching out and being like set all that aside you know let's focus on some other superheroes it's like no we're still returning to we're still returning to Batman we're still returning to suicide squad you know they're they're already talking about a Superman reboot. With somebody other than Henry Cavill, which just like blows my mind. Um, So you know they're they're sort of stuck in like reinventing the wheel on their same superheroes, whereas Marvel is like, nope, we don't need to do that. We've got our we've got our core, and we've got enough of them that they can carry us into this next phase, and we can do the experiment again and see what sticks. And you know, hopefully we we can keep going and going and
0: going. It. It blows me away, DC. It just blows me away. I, I, I mean, I have, I don't have, you know, I'm, fifty-fifty whether Marvel's gonna mess it up or not. But if they yeah. do, they've had a great run, you know. Right. Like, yeah. Amazing. DC. Yeah, they just can't. I just, I don't understand. <laughs> They're beyond I mean, what, words. Yeah, they are. I feel are like we're both words. just
1: like, I just, I can't. Uh, like, there's nothing to say. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, they, why, they think that they just need to keep making Superman and Batman movies over and over until they, like, hit the perfect thing. Like, that's what audiences are going to want. Right. Oh, and then once that's the perfect thing, then we're going to, we're going to grow and continue on or something like that. Right. No, it's, this is not going to work. It's not going to work. Ugh. <sighs> Well, Anyways, well, we might as well talk about our DCU say, As, movie as long as we're
1: on as long as we're on the DCU.
0: Yeah. Um, so spoiler time for Justice League, but the Zack Snyder cut. Mm-hmm. The four-hour long, um, not widescreen, completely re-edited and recolor graded and rescored mm-hmm. um Justice League movie. Indeed. Um, so I watched this. Basically, when it came out, so mm-hmm. it's been a it's been a minute. Sure. Um you, When did you, you watch got it? To,
1: you got to watch it with fresh eyes because you did, did not see Whedon's yep. 2017 release.
0: So here's um, the different perspective takeover. we'll each bring. Because yes, because uh, I did. did.
1: Yeah. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I saw it in theaters. I'm pretty okay. sure the only. The only DCU movies I've seen in theaters are the first Wonder Woman and Aquaman. Um, everything else I've seen
0: post- The best ones.
1: Yes. I would, I would agree with that. Um, so yeah, so I watched uh, this Justice League, the Snyder Cut, yesterday and today. So it's very fresh for me.
0: Oh, nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, well, give it to us. What do you think? <laughs>
1: Uh, So having come from Whedon's film to this one, I was very pleased overall with the Snyder cut. I think it it was a lot better of a movie than Whedon's because it it didn't feel patched together. It didn't feel... Because you could definitely tell, I think, in Whedon's version... There's just, like, not quite a continuity. There's a little, it's it's a little bit of a character mishmash. Like, sometimes it was, like, lighthearted, and sometimes it was, like, intensely dark. And I think that was coming from Whedon having to use some of Snyder's, like, darker vision, and then sort of, like, try to gloss that over with the very, like, I'm coming from the MCU, where, you know, we we do the whole, like, funny and, and serious thing, Mm -hmm. But it just didn't, it didn't fit in Snyder's tone. So overall, I was, I was with Snyder in, in the terms of like, this is a a whole film, one director, there's no like jarring um, switch in characters or in plot lines. Um, And I think, it, there were just better villains because we got more. Like we got an upgrade on Steppenwolf. We got to see Huge. that Steppenwolf wasn't even, um, you know, the main villain. He was working for Dark side. and you know there was a larger plot afoot than just Steppenwolf and the Mother Boxes. So that so that was a lot of um, context and a lot of um, stake raising, I think, for this film. So those were some of the good things. Um, We got, you know, more time with other members of the Justice League because, of course, like, everybody was already – well, not everybody. But if you were following the DCU, you were already familiar with Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman to some extent. But we got more for Cyborg. We got more for Flash. Um, So that was, I think, all the good things The tough things about this film were, A, knowing that it's not going to go anywhere. There's a lot of setup in this movie for things that could have happened. And based on what we're hearing from DCU execs and from the movies that are actually in production, they're not happening. So we're not getting, like, the follow-up. We're not getting another Justice League where, you know, we're going to follow up with Darkseid. Um, because he's still there at the end of the movie. And he's still got a plot afoot, um, much in a very, uh, I mean, not not exactly Thanos, but, like, Thanos-esque kind of, you know, overarching villain, like, wiping out humanity kind of plot. Um, we're not getting, you know, we're not following up with the Martian, uh, manhunter. We're not following up with Lex Luthor Deathstroke. We're not following up with, um, you know, this, uh, yeah, no Hal Jordan, uh, thank you, Ellen. Um, and we're not following up with this very odd, you know, teaming up that we get at the end of this group on apocalypse. Um, with uh, Mira and uh, Batman and the Flash and Joker and um, uh, Deathstroke. So, yeah. So it's a yeah. lot of, like, setup up for things that could have happened but aren't going to happen. And it's tough. It's tough to watch.
0: Yeah. But if you didn't know <laughs> that, if you didn't know that.
1: If you know. I didn't know that, like, well, if I didn't, if I didn't know that um, the epilogue would still be a little tough because it's a little like mishmashy, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, if I didn't know that, probably a little bit better, a little bit easier to watch, because you would you would get excited about all these things. But yeah, unfortunately, yeah, and, and unfortunately, the Snyder Cut doesn't still can't save the DCU from its biggest problem which is continuity because the Snyder cut still has Aquaman meeting Mira before Aquaman and then in Aquaman pretending like they've never met. And then then Mira has no parents in this and says like, oh, Queen Atlanta raised me. And then in Aquaman, she's got a dad. Okay.
0: I'm with you on that one, but I swear in Aquaman
1: that
0: that they'd already met. They just he didn't want anything to do with her. She knew of her. Oh, you're one of them. You're, you know, from Atlantis. I don't want to, you know, go away. I don't want anything to do with you.
1: So I, I mean, I know he knew she was an Atlantean, but I'm pretty sure that they like introduced themselves to each other. Or am I totally off?
0: I need, I need to watch it again because I think Ashley and I talked about this too. There was some debate there. So we've been meaning to watch Aquaman again, anyway. Yeah,
1: I should watch that again because I'm I I felt like their first meeting was like total first meeting.
2: Sure. So well, but
1: but okay, so I'm 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 at least one for two, possibly two yeah. for two. In yep. DCU, getting it out of its own way with its continuity issues, because for God's sake,
0: <laughs> I um, I have to say, so yeah, having not seen the original cut, because I'd basically written off. I, and I like Zack Snyder as a director. Like, mm-hmm. I am a big fan of Three Hundred. I am a big fan of Watchmen. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that he though he may sometimes like particularly for justice league, choose his, um, influences from the less good parts of the DC comics. Nonetheless, he is influenced by the DC comics and does try to make films that look like the comics, Mm -hmm. you know, they really feel epic and grandiose and, uh, you know, they really feel, um, larger than life. And, um, so, but I once they announced that Ben Affleck was going to be Batman, I was really sour to that. I've never had mm-hmm. a problem with another Batman, but when they announced him, I'm like, ah, really and this, he is a good actor. He has such a butt chin. Like why are you going to put him in that mask? Um, they just yeah, show up with butt chin.:
1: It's the exact wrong shape for his face. Do you know? like,
2: mm-hmm. he could
1: be somebody else, you know maybe cyborg because then he could cover up
0: that butt chin but uh (laughs) and 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 see i'm not a fan of i'm not a fan of that batman so much either he's like clearly being inspired by the frank miller batman which is fine oh okay those are big those are big comics they're important um people love them but it's definitely not the batman that i am uh most interested in and Mm -hmm. so that's not like I don't know. It just wasn't my favorite thing. And we didn't see the first Superman because we don't really care about Superman.
2: Mm-hmm. So
0: by the time they got to Justice League, it just had too much going against it. And then, yeah, the production nightmare that it was. And then, um, yeah. So so my DC movie experience has been the Wonder Woman movies and Aquaman and Shazam, that kind oh, of yeah. thing. I forget
1: um, about Shazam, but I actually really like that movie.
0: Yeah, and they're doing a follow-up there. Yep. That yep. uh I think uh James Bond is going to be in, so mm-hmm. that's cool.
1: Yeah, I kind of yeah. I kind of forget about Shazam, but it it kind of has the best of the DCU going for it in that it's not connected to anything. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like so it kind of it stands alone and that's kind of like the best thing that's going for it. It doesn't have to try and be in there anywhere. So it, I feel like it yeah. automatically get automatically gets points for just, like, staying out of all of this
0: mess. See, but there was talk that they were going to put Henry Cavill in there.
1: Oh, God, don't do, as, it. As don't
0: she's do it. In, in Shazam. Please, but, um, please don't do it. <laughs> but then if they're going ahead with a different Superman movie, I, again, it just seems like they're content with right? just make whatever they feel like whenever. Yeah. And just, it's just going to be a a mess.
1: Well, and
2: it's
0: um, it's
1: such an odd like throw shit against the wall and see what sticks, but mm. to do so in a very public forum, like this is why don't don't you have like test audiences and and you know yeah. like internal review on this kind of stuff? I just feel like they're they're doing all of their process work in front of audiences, and it's just wrong.
0: Mm. Well. I guess with that said, I really liked this movie. Mm. I was shocked with how much I liked this movie. One, it made me really upset with (laughs) the last Wonder Woman. It made me more, it emphasized how much I missed Wonder Woman being badass because Wonder Woman is so cool. Mm -hmm. and she's so pretty lame in the last one or a movie. Um, So I love to see her shine in this one. It was really awesome. I love, I'm a big fan of Aquaman. I've defended Aquaman for years. When I worked at Best Buy, I got made fun of uh, by some people, and it was a joke back and forth between us because I defended Aquaman. This was before (laughs) the movies or whatever. So at the I'm last happy- laugh
1: now. Jason Momoa yeah. as Aquaman. Man. Yeah. That's a yeah. that's a win. That's a score for Aquaman's, you know, character.
0: And, you know, it's a testament to the way that, you know, what's Zack Snyder set up here in, in doing that casting, because that's not a casting choice I would have made. Um, mm-hmm. but he's won the order for it. Like he's yeah. does not look exactly like the um, the character has not any iteration, um, but like he embodied the character in ways enough that I enjoyed and made sense to me. And so,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, I bought in and, yeah. um, Steppenwolf, I thought was a really cool bad guy and believable. And I love the opening, the whole thing. Um, again, we get to see the Amazonians be yes. awesome. Um, whereas they were kind of lame in in The Last Wonder Woman. Mm -hmm. Um, So, so, okay,
1: so I have to interject, speaking of Steppenwolf, mm
0: -hmm. did you
1: see Whedon's
0: version of Steppenwolf? So after I saw this, I watched a lot of stuff on the comparisons between the two. So I'm very familiar now with the differences. And and that would make me appreciate this movie even more because... I'm stunned at what, and, and I understand that they, um, um, uh, they brought in Whedon and told them to make it more Marvel. Yeah. Like I get that. Um, but man, did they, man, did he mess it up? I mean, some of the dialogue lines, holding Batman, do you bleed? He throws him aside and Batman makes a joke. I'm like bleeding from somewhere or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, is Flash falling on it right on Wonder Woman's boobs in the middle of a battle? Face playing, you know, in like not a com- like They're trying to add all these weird comedy moments, right? And now I watch this, and right from the get go, the way it starts out is that kind of Hallmark Zack Snyder slow-mo. weight to it, yeah. yeah. The slow mo, and the you know, and I just, um. The color, the color mm-hmm. uh, grading difference, yep. the way it looked from and and if anyone's watching the screens shots we grab, some of them, you know, I guaranteeing they're all from the Snyder cut, some are from posters and whatever, all the stuff. So uh, don't at me about that. but <laughs> um, yeah, I just was very impressed.
2: Mm-hmm. I,
0: I we Ashley and I watched it the whole thing straight through, one mm-hmm. sitting a binge watch, and um, I really liked every moment of it. And they mm-hmm. they didn't give um, um, Cyborg the shaft, like he was a critical mm-hmm. part of the film.
1: Right, both um, Cyborg and Flash had more critical roles, which yep. I greatly appreciated.
0: And Ezra Miller as Flash is very interesting, and I kind of like it. But he's very not very Flash. (laughs) Um,
2: In what sense?
0: In terms of like how the comic book character would be. Oh, okay. The Flash was the first leader of the Justice League. Mm -hmm. Do you see? I mean, obviously, like he is now the most newbie kid for you know. It's like not the same kind of dynamic. Yeah. Um, And 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 Cyborg shouldn't really shouldn't be there either he's a Titan. He's not a member of the justice league.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so, but like, again, I I can gripe with this movie, but it's like, Oh my God, DC, you made a really entertaining movie here, um, with really cool bad guys. Oh, this going back to the scene where Darkseid first comes to earth and then mm-hmm. Zeus and Ares and the lantern Corps and stuff fight him off. Yeah. Amazing. That's yep. great. That's so great. Um, lots of just really cool moments. And I saw some of the breakdowns, like just the whole thing, the way it was toned, like that picture they just showed of Ackerman here, um, was he saves the guy, goes in, and just the way that they frame it in the theatrical cut, he's like walking out, it's like bright and colorful, and they got like rock music going, versus the Snyder Cut, it's like a somber thing. It's like Mm -hmm. closer to grayscale, and mm-hmm. it's a slow music thing. It's just a whole different feel. Instead of, like, trying to feel bombastic and colorful and Marvel, yes. it feels, like, weighty and, like, we're, you know... I prescribe to the idea that superheroes are our modern mythology, and mm-hmm. Snyder seems to agree with that kind of thing and mm-hmm. try to, to emphasize it, so, yeah.
1: Yeah, I... Uh... Like you say, I appreciate that Whedon was given a direction and he tried to follow it in the sense of, like, DCU execs should, shouldn't, should I think, have told him to come in and make it more Marvel because you're not going to out-Marvel Marvel. So just, right. just don't go there. But they told him to do it, and that's what he did, and fine. Okay. Um, but... Yeah, looking at the at the Snyder cut of this film, like I said, there's there's such better continuity. Um, you know, everything feels better framed because you're not splicing. You know, these like different toned images against like colorful, like you said, bombastic kind of happy um, mm-hmm. or momentous, or you know that kind of like oh we're in a superhero movie moment. Um, you know everything feels a little more real, a little grittier. Um, I I do have to say that one hallmark Snydery trait of this movie ended up bothering me a little bit. Okay. Um, so I know this I know this movie was rescored um, because they had the original score. Um, Whedon threw it out, did a very like again Marvely, like almost poppy you know, kind of like happy score. And then Snyder came back and was like, nope, nope. Got to get rid of all of that. Um, I appreciated that his score again, fit with his movie, but I thought the music was a little bit much at moments. Okay. There was a little bit too much music happening and it, and it got a little too um, part of the scene in certain moments where it was almost distracting so, like, especially because some of the music, like the superhero theme music, doesn't transition well from one superhero to another, especially Diana's, like, Amazonian, very vocal, you know, like... um Yeah. It, it just doesn't... It's bo- so awesome. It's so awesome. And it's so great when it's, like, her moment, but it doesn't transition well with everybody else's. So there were some moments where... It was like in the in the final battle and it was very chaotic and we were just like switching from character to character and then all of a sudden Diana would appear on the screen and there was like that very like <laughs> voice. And I was like, whoa, whoa. Like I was almost taken out of it for a little bit. Um, so I thought maybe like some of the score could have been toned down a bit. But again, I like that his vision fit with his vision like the, the sure. musical score fit with his vision so yeah but i, I the music almost felt saying. like the the music almost felt like a character in and of itself sometimes and i yep. think i think that was just a bit much i think he could have just like toned it down a little bit
0: yep i understand what you're saying um <laughs> for sure um and disagree <laughs> <laughs> and i disagree I, I just i i um yeah i um it's definitely part of his his type of film the way he yeah. puts it together it's it was very
1: yeah. it was very like uh it felt a little 300 like mm-hmm. it's, especially when it was like diana's turn for theme music it felt a little like Oh man, I'm like listening to some, you know, pieces that didn't make 300. You know, do you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. there's just that sense of it. Whereas like with, with the other characters, I just didn't feel that way with their theme music. So.
0: Yep. Yeah. Um, let's see what else. Uh, oh yeah. We get to throw in that. We have to, we actually see Martian Manhunter. Yes. Uh, Yes. um...
1: That was quite surprising. I thought he was just gonna appear in that little like epilogue, but no, he's mm-hmm. like a little pivotal moment there in the middle of the film.
0: He looked cool.
2: Mm-hmm. I liked
0: the effects for everything. I thought they did the I still I am not a fan, like they can play can play with this. I understand, but they can play with this. Um, and I, I'm not a fan of Superman being so powerful. I'm still mm. and but there are people that just get off on the idea that Superman is a God that he's just so, Oh my God, Superman, bro. Superman. He is just so cool. He -hmm. is so powerful. He can be, and so it's sort of kind of this thing where he's got to step in and like, just be better than everyone and anything ever. Right. And that's one of the reasons I don't like Superman Mm -hmm. very much. Um,
1: Yeah. There's a lot of emphasis in this movie on, we need Superman, you know? Yeah. Like you know, Batman's like there's no us without him, there's no five, there's only six. like you know, yeah. Batman wouldn't like, even say that anyways it yeah. was it was a it was a bit much. <laughs> um and I mean there's there's something to be said about like obviously you have more powerful superheroes, mm-hmm. you know, like Superman is always gonna be more powerful than Batman in the sense of like he has powers. You know what I mean? Sure. Like we we see this. We talked about this. You know, looking at the the MCU as well. Like Iron Man doesn't have powers. He has his brain in the suit, and you know. Um, but yeah, it's it's a lot to like just be like everybody's just getting their asses handed to them, and only Superman can save mm-hmm.
0: the day. See, we talked. We just talked before about how Civil War. You know, it's difficult to have make those people fight. For some reason. And I liked this, the way they did this. I thought it made sense having Superman fight the others. Yeah. And it also was like, well, they're kind of a new team. Yeah, Wonder of course Woman they wouldn't work together. To like, yeah. Yeah. Wonder Woman hasn't come into all of her powers yet, exactly. You know, she's not flying and stuff. Um, so it was still, it was like, it was fun. Like when they're headbetting each other, Wonder Woman headbutts them. You know, and then Superman just, like, headbutts her into the ground. Like, there's just these confrontations there were were fun. And um, mm-hmm. I, I'm so happy I don't feel tainted by having seen the first one first.
1: Yeah, you it, know? it is a blessing for sure.
0: <laughs> because, I mean, then I can just be shocked at how much changed versus, like, thinking, like, going in thinking of the movie I already saw. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: yeah, it's mm. it's unfortunate having watched Whedon's version because essentially the plot is the same. You know, like Snyder's Snyder's version of the film has all of the same elements because it was his film first.
2: Mm-hmm. So,
1: the, so there's nothing like he came in and changed plot wise other than adding Dark Side. Um, which, which obviously, you know, is both pivotal and not it's pivotal because we, we now learn Steppenwolf is working for, for someone else, but it's also not pivotal because it's not like dark side appears all that often, you know right. what I mean? So it's, it's not like he changed like a key moment. So it's, it's hard because I feel like I watched the same film. Essentially, I just watched one that was slightly better.
0: But we 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 understood the motivation of Steppenwolf now.
1: No, yeah, like, right. I'm I'm which, I'm not saying like there aren't like key changes. It's just not overall. It's not like, oh my god, there was ninety minutes of new footage, and yeah. you know the critical battle was now against Dark Side instead of Steppenwolf. Do you know what a I'm lot of
0: to- right? Like, a lot of the new just... yeah yeah. A lot of the new footage is like with. It seems like it's like with Cyborg giving yeah, it's backstory, you know? It's
1: contextual and it's, yeah. and it adds so much and it makes the movie so much better, but it doesn't change fundamentally.
0: Yeah, right. So
1: it's really hard to like have watched the same movie twice and been like, why couldn't I just have had the better version of this movie? Like, why did I need to watch the worst version?
0: Mm-hmm. And, and when has Hollywood ever been like, oh yeah, let's not split this into two movies and make more money. Right? Like well, I mean,
1: well, that's what surprised me here. Is so I was initially thrown by the use of those like title cards, like mm-hmm. part one, you know, part two, whatever. And then I learned that they were since they were going to be doing all of this and remaking everything and giving Snyder, you know, the green light to to make as lengthy of a movie as he wanted, they were going to do it as a miniseries. Which okay, that made sense to me. But then mm-hmm. suddenly like, again, the execs balked at releasing a miniseries and are like, forget it, it's a four-hour movie.
2: Hmm. So,
1: but why? Like, why wouldn't you want to split this all up and release it and make a big, like, deal out of it and make it in a miniseries, and I don't know.
0: Obviously, I don't know them, and obviously I don't know with everything they have to deal with, and obviously there's a lot I don't know, But man, it seems like idiots are running that place. Yeah, it's like it's gotten too big and too out of hand. You know, Mm
2: -hmm. they're not
0: it's like, um, you know, Apple's like two trillion dollar company, but their core, their uh, leadership team and stuff has been the core for a long time Mm -hmm. and they've grown and naturally grown. And a lot of stuff is like it just feels like it's still under the same umbrella and right. er- everything is related. Everything is designed to tie in to the neighboring product. So when you look at like a conglomerate, like Time Warner, at and this thing, they own so many things that deal with, deal with so many things, so many different offices. They bought this company, then they bought that company, and they all like trying to like steer that ship seems like everything is getting lost here.
2: Mm -hmm. You
0: know, the idea that like people are talking about this movie, not having done well enough and uh, HBO max not doing well enough. And I don't know. I've listened to multiple opinions. Some people think that they're just wanting to bury this so they can be done with it Mm -hmm. because they're moving on no matter what this did, they're moving on. So we're going to just go with, it didn't do very well so we're we don't make our investors upset, sure. and um, it just seems like I don't know. It seems like they they can't manage this anymore. They can't yeah. control it. HBO has not yet launched in multiple, you know, in other countries. It's not worldwide release, so they're losing out on the numbers, looking poorer in in terms, you know, in, in regards to that.
2: Right. Um,
0: you know, they launched the service without having 4K. Um and I think they have great shows on there and stuff, Mm -hmm. but but that's again only one small segment of this now massive company Mm -hmm. that is trying to make multi-million dollar movies off of stuff they have no idea about and clearly don't care about because they're basically shutting down the comic part of the company. Right. So it's just a disaster. And I was that's why I was like this movie made me so happy yet so sad. Exactly. yeah, I'm not going to get to see it continue. It made me more upset at the last Wonder Woman movie and just, like, wish that we just were able to continue with this. Like, this is good enough. It's not exactly, it's not perfect, but it's good enough. Let's just move forward with this. Not every movie in your run has to be the most amazing thing because guess what, DC? You're too stupid to do that. (laughs)
2: <laughs> so it,
0: don't try like try to make the best movie every time but if you're thinking every movie has to be a banger and like the biggest success it's not going to happen for you. It's not well, going to work out.
1: Well and don't don't keep remaking it until it happens like I know because then then when you do finally make the best movie nobody's going to see it because they're so sick of seeing the same movie. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like move on like let it yep. alone like just to stop like nitpicking at the same thing over and over and over again go somewhere else and maybe you're going to get some fresh inspiration and then maybe circle the wagons around yep. and be like okay we have a really great idea and we're going to try this but yep. if you just keep making the same movie over and over and over again nobody's going to care once you finally get a good
2: one
0: yep Alan puts in the comments Thor Dark World, like to like Thor Ragnarok, and that's right. What if Marvel is like, oh well, boy, we've kind of messed up Thor Dark World. Let's just scrap that, you know. Let's recast Thor. We're just gonna do something different, you know. No. Ragnarok
1: is like one of my favorites.
0: Yeah. What if so? Okay. So they make this new Superman with a black Superman. They bring out that movie and say it's the greatest movie ever. Everybody goes and sees it, makes tons of money. Well, then they make the the, uh, Green Lantern movie that connects with it. Maybe that one's garbage. Are you Mm -hmm. just going to scrap it all again? Right.
1: Every movie
0: has to be perfect in line. Right. Like, you know, you don't have what, you know, you can try to emulate Marvel, but you can't just, when you fail... Just up, do over. Yeah. Just do over. Or Reset this weird, yeah. like scatter shot thing of just like we'll have a Joker movie here, we'll have this Batman movie here that not connecting anything. Well, have mm-hmm. this Suicide Squad thing. Well, we kind of made it connect now to this this universe, you know. And like, right. I mean, then we're gonna have suicide. We're gonna have the new we Suicide kinda, Squad. You kind of
1: did, but you kind of didn't because. Boy was Jared Leto's Joker a lot different. <laughs> in that well, little ending sequence there and 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 in a way I don't think can be entirely explained by the fact that he's clearly just been broken out of prison.
0: Well, but it's later. It's the future. So Still still her like
1: where did that Joker go because that was like a freaky Joker.
0: It wasn't like a well,
1: sad imitation.
0: Everybody says they want the air cut uh, f- of
1: of Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Snyder, of uh, Suicide Squad.
2: Right, because
0: right. apparently they cut so much Joker footage and Leto's they mad about on stuff. They and did. normally I would say whatever doesn't make that much of a difference, but I'm a believer now <laughs> after seeing the Snyder cut. So I have
1: to yeah. say, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, it could forgive a multitude of sins on uh, on Jared Leto's part, you know, in mm-hmm. his joker portrayal that he just got absolutely panned for.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so yeah, I mean, it's it's tough because there was a whole, obviously a whole idea, it's been floated around now about like a Snyder verse of the DCU. You know, that he clearly set up with this movie that's, mm-hmm. like we said, not happening. And it's really tough because, you know, I mean, it's, it's a lot of what could have been.
0: If we look at the movies now, the DC movies, all of them can fit into this universe. This, you know, other than obviously there there will be mis- some mistakes, some continuity errors. I'd look at the X-Men movies, you know, there be some continuity errors. Um other than the Joker and now the upcoming Batman movie, you know, everything else can fit in this Shazam because it didn't connect at all suicide squad <laughs> because we saw the, um, we see, we see Joker now in this Jared Leto's Joker and then obviously Superman and then Batman versus Superman and then the justice league here, Snyder cut. And then, Aquaman and Wonder Woman movies, all of those can fit into this. Mm -hmm. And they seem like they all do. Mm -hmm. So it would make sense to me to either hard break and we're doing a new thing or to keep adding on because all of your movies work in this already. Mm -hmm. You know, because they're going to keep going with Wonder Woman and with Aquaman. So what universe of those now exist in?
1: We're still getting Flash, correct?
0: Yeah. It, yes exactly we're getting another flash and that one's supposed to be the weird one that shifts things around i guess right mm-hmm. so
1: yeah
0: and um, what's your point about deadpool why, why you keep bringing in uh, marvel you're you're crossing the streams what's happening here <laughs> that's uh, a good
1: ghostbusters reference <laughs> um yeah i uh Overall, I was happy with this movie. I, I enjoyed watching it, um, and I'm I'm glad that you know we we got this like fan movement to release the Snyder cut. Um, I think it's it's one instance, so don't get all crazy, people. But it's one instance in which fan pressure worked, I think, in a movie's favor. And I and I. I'm happy that you know execs bowed to that pressure. Normally, I'm like, "Oh, quit your whining! Like, you know, get over it." Blah blah blah. But in this instance, like, I, I appreciate it because I think it I think it made for a richer film, and at least made me not quite as bitter. Um, when well, maybe "bitter" is the wrong word, but maybe maybe not quite as angry at the DCU. I'm I'm probably even more bitter. That, you know, they're not taking mm-hmm. a direction I would have preferred. But this movie made me less angry than the Whedon version.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that. So we've talked about that before. About, like, fan, you know, uproar or whatever. You know, how do we yeah. feel about I that mean, or whatever. To, cir-
1: to circle it back, especially about Star Wars.
0: Yeah. Right. And I think that. Why this feels good, and I'm usually going to side with this kind of thing, is that it was in favor of artistic vision. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: You know, it wasn't like a plot rewrite. Yeah. It wasn't like, you know, oh, we didn't, we didn't, yeah, we didn't like this because we didn't like it. It was the creator of this didn't get to have his Mm -hmm. vision put to screen. Yeah. You know, and so like w- people wanted to see that vision. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. It felt, and, it felt and, like a more of a campaign for Snyder than the than a campaign for the fans to have their yeah. way.
0: And so anytime like you feel for me, anyways, anytime corporate gets in the way and mucks something up, then I'm more in favor of. Yes. Yeah, if there's some sort of fan outcry that it's maybe um, maybe listened to. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, yeah. Um,
1: I don't, I don't know. Obviously, in terms of numbers, you know, I, we've got a lot of different things out there, but I think, I think overall, this was actually a win for mm-hmm. not only for HBO Max but for the DCU. Yep.
0: Um. Yeah, I only was saying with Deadpool and X Men and Deadpool. I just think that probably like. That weird continuity there, like mm. it's kind of on its own. Obviously. Oh yeah, yeah, I get you. Um, and well, time to tell. Time will tell if they bring that into current Marvel stuff or not. But, but yeah, yeah, they do their I, weird projects. But
1: well, and I, I kind of like that they that I can't remember which Deadpool it is, but they make fun of the original Deadpool portrayal. that
0: that, uh um Mm -hmm. Ryan Reynolds did origins yeah yes Mm -hmm.
1: yes that very they they just straight up address it they're like no that's not right (laughs) (laughs) like I don't know what this was but just ignore this so that it sort of like solves its own problem by Mm -hmm. just breaking all sorts of fourth wall and just being Mm -hmm. like hey remember this movie don't remember this
0: movie (laughs) yeah and that's baked into the the idea of Deadpool.
1: Right. I was going to say it works Um, for Deadpool as such like an irreverent character that just like does stuff like that. Whereas like the DCU is very like, takes itself very seriously and could never pull off that kind of, you know, witty humor in, in, in that very specific way.
0: Yep. Well, in summation, I really enjoyed this movie. I thought that it looked Gorgeous. It sounded Mm -hmm. great. It had uh I was stunned after the fact finding out all the things that they had changed. (laughs) Just conversations totally completely different. 180. I I just can't they they managed to get uh But chin batflick back to do some stuff, you know, even though he didn't want to anymore and like all kinds of all kinds of wins it was a roller coaster, and awesome. I love Aquaman. I'm wearing the I'm wearing my Black Manta shirt right now. It's really nice. cool. Uh, I love Wonder Woman, and I was just happy to see them shine one more time in something fun and exciting. Even if uh, DC moves in a different direction um, from here on out, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, everybody else, let us know what you think. Of the Justice League Snyder Cut. Um, in the coming weeks, we're going to be talking about uh, Resident Evil Village, and we're going to be talking about Castlevania. Probably have some guests on. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned for all that stuff. Um, we're not too far away from Loki. Yeah. Coming
1: on, uh, on Disney Plus.
0: We got lots going. Off. Maybe yeah. we can actually finish uh, Raised by Wolves and. Shane might be interested in talking about that. Yeah. So, yeah, lots of cool stuff coming. Indeed. So, um, if you have ideas for things we should talk about that you really mm-hmm. love, we'll uh, read it and see if we're interested, and then maybe we'll uh, watch that or whatever too. So, let us know on Facebook or Twitter. Go to Twitter and follow us. Take that. Take our poll. Vote for me, John. Uh, How dare you answer. (laughs) Um, And uh, yeah, you can interact with us there. Otherwise here on Twitch, give us a follow, give us a follow on YouTube, like comment, share. And um, that's about it. Killing the flower is the band that wrote our theme song. So we thank them. You can take a look at their content on Instagram, YouTube and Spotify So um, go and do that. I played a little bit with my brother-in-law, Lucas333. That's Lucas with a K on Twitch today. It's usually Monday, Wednesday, and Friday uh, for something central time. So keep an eye on his Twitch page if you are interested in that. Um, And I think that's about it. Um, Work should, uh, hopefully work allows, and we'll be back here same time next week.
1: Sounds good to me.
0: Thanks for joining me, Andrea. Happy Cinco de Mayo.
2: Happy Cinco de Mayo. Salud.